Well, we're continuing our series called Juicy Fruit, and today we're looking at the subject of faithfulness. If you have your Bibles, turn to Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 22 and verse 23. This is our key scripture for this series, Galatians 5 and verse 22 and 23. The scripture says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. And today we're zooming in on the subject of faithfulness. If I were to ask you what bothers you the most about people, what would you write down? Just think about that for a moment. What bothers you the most about people. My guess is that you would write down something that has to do with unfaithfulness. You might describe it in lots of different ways, but the bottom line is that it would more than likely be linked or connected to unfaithfulness. You might say, well, I just hate it when people lie to me. Or it drives me crazy when someone tells me one thing and then they do another. Or it really bothers me when people are always late. Or you may say, I just can't stand it when people, when they say they're going to show up and they never do. Or you may say, it really irritates me when someone promises or they vow to be there for me and then something difficult happens and they bail out on the relationship and they don't stand with me like they said they would. And words come to mind like dishonest, disloyal, inconsistent, unreliable, even strong words like liar. And I think we would all agree that unfaithfulness is not only frustrating, but it's a disease running rampant in our culture. The word unfaithfulness or the word faithfulness, if you think about it, it kind of sounds dated. It's kind of like an endangered species. And in our culture, faithfulness is something that's getting tougher and tougher to find. I mean, it is getting harder and harder to find the man or the woman who has been committed to one job for the last 25 or 30 years. It's getting harder to find a man and a woman who have been happily married for the last 30 or 40 years. It's, it's getting really, really difficult to find the pastor or the church attender who has been serving at the, la at the same church for the last 20 or, or 30 years. It's really rare to, to find friendships that have spanned an entire lifetime. And, and the day when a professional ball player was loyal to one team, can I tell you, that is outdated. That is no longer the case today. Can I tell you, faithfulness is in a slump. Our society reminds me of what Solomon says over in Proverbs chapter number 20 and verse number 6. Solomon says, most men will proclaim everyone his own kindness, but a faithful man who can find. Think about that. A faithful man, a faithful woman who can find. And my hope and prayer is that this message will inspire all of us to go against the grain of our society and that we will allow the Holy Spirit of God to produce faithfulness in our lives. 
you know what? My hope is that you and I will be known as people who are faithful. And I want to give you three truths about faithfulness. Three truths about faithfulness. Number one is this. You can follow along with me in your bulletin. Fill in the blanks and take some notes as we speak to you today. Number one, faithfulness is persisting even when you want to quit. Persisting even when you want to quit. Faithfulness means when things aren't going your way, you still stick with it. When things get tough, you don't bail out. Even when you don't feel like it and you're fed up, you stay the course. And friends, we like things to be easy. We like things to be convenient. But faithfulness is not about easy. It's about commitment. And our culture has a tendency to make everything appear so easy. Have you noticed that? I mean, they try to make everything appear so easy. You want to lose 25 pounds in two weeks? We can tell you how. Just drink this delicious no-fat, no-calorie milkshake two times a day, and you will lose 25 pounds before and after. <laughs> I mean, you see the pictures. You saw those pictures just like I see those pictures. We have a new machine that you can work out with. We'll mail that new machine workout equipment to you for $19.99, one easy monthly payment. And we'll mail that to your house. And it's such a small machine that you can take it wherever you go. You can take it to work. You can take it home. You can take it with you on vacation and pull it out of your briefcase and just unfold it. Six seconds a day and you can have abs like this. You seen those commercials? You're having marriage difficulties. No problem. We can fix your marriage. We have a new book we've just written, five-page book, that if you'll read this five-page book, it'll turn your marriage around in 24 hours. Please join me at the Hilton Hotel this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. We're going to send you through a course. It will make you a millionaire in less than 30 days. I mean, you see those commercials on TV? Please show up at the Holiday Inn at the conference room. We're going to take you through a seminar. It will teach you to buy a brand new luxury dream home with no money down and no monthly payments. <laughs> Only way you get that house, baby, with no payments is you're going to pay cash for it. I'm going to tell, tell you that right now. But that's the kind of stuff our society says to us. And do you know why our society packages everything like that? because they know we like things easy. We want it to be convenient. Because if it's not, we're probably not going to stick with it. <laughs> I mean, if we don't feel like it, we're probably going to give up. We're, we're, we're not going to stick with it. We're going to quit. And so our society knows that there is a faithfulness problem in our culture, so they package everything to us to make it seem really easy and, 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 and really convenient, because they know if it's not, we won't stick with it. And God says, no, 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 no. Faithfulness is staying at it even when you don't feel like it. And friends, when you, are, when, when you and I are living by the power of the Holy Spirit, we live by our commitments, not by our feelings. Can I tell you that emotions come and they go? But commitments, friends, are rock solid. They're steadfast. They're sure. Commitments persist even when you don't feel like it. You know what? 
There are days when I wake up that I don't feel like being nice to people. I know that surprises you about a pastor. I feel like being grumpy. There are days. There are days that I don't feel like serving my wife. I don't feel like putting her first. I just don't, I don't feel like it. There are days I don't feel like taking care of my kids and, and helping my kids out. My little daughter comes up. She did it yesterday. She's going on two years old in August. Daddy, I poopy. Sorry, that's on you. Amen. I mean, I, I don't, you know what I mean? That's how I feel. There are days that I don't feel like going to the gym to work out. I, I don't feel like it. There are days that I don't feel like eating the right foods, and sometimes I fail, and there are days. Yesterday was one of those weak moments I had, and my wife, she was led of the enemy yesterday and made brownies for, for dessert, and I came out, and I watched my kids chomping down on those brownies, and I thought, boy, those brownies, look, I need one of those brownies, and I walked to the bathroom, I stepped on the scale, and I said, Nope, Herbert, no brownie today. And I went in there. I didn't feel like it, but I got one of them 15 calories nasty Splenda bars for dessert. And that's what I ate. And I didn't feel like it. Can I tell you, there are times that I don't feel like coming to church on Sunday. How I many know that's not good? I'm the pastor. Amen. That's, that's, that's not positive. I mean, it's not very often, but, but there are days I don't feel like and, and you feel those same feelings. You don't feel like coming to church. Except the only difference between me and you is you don't come. <laughs> oh, I know you. Yeah. I know you well. But you don't feel like it. You don't show. There are days that I'm just talking about how I feel. That I don't feel like reading my Bible. Yesterday, I was just in a funk yesterday. I, I didn't feel like reading my Bible. I didn't feel like talking to God and praying. And I forced myself to. I knew it was the right thing to do. I didn't feel like it. I didn't have any emotions. I didn't have any goosebumps. But I knew that that was the right thing to do. I didn't feel like getting close to God. But do you know what I've discovered? The things that I don't feel like doing are oftentimes the things that I need to do the most. Isn't that the truth? The things that we don't feel like doing are the things that we need to do the most. And friends, can I tell you, those things that we need to do, they are the things that will determine the quality of our life. And I've come to realize this, that successful people are simply ordinary people who are willing to do what the average person won't do because they don't feel like it. But it's about being faithful, even when you don't feel like it. And I do realize this today. Some of you are at a quitting point. You're ready to give up on something. Some of you today, you're ready to give up on, on the marriage, and things are rocky. It is at a bad point in the marriage, and it would be really easy to throw on the towel. And you're contemplating giving up. You're at a breaking point. Some of you, it's with a kid, and you've invested in that kid, and for whatever reason, that kid has rebelled on you. And you're thinking, what in the world do I do? And I've told them the right things to do. I've said it. I've talked it. I've blew in the face. And you're ready to wash your hands up with that kid and just give up. Some of you, it's a friendship. And you've been friends for years, and you're going through a major disagreement. 
And you're thinking, it's just easier to walk out on this friendship than to continue to pursue this, this friendship. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just quit. You're at a breaking point. Some of you, it's with your college education. And you're pursuing and you're going back to school and you're working a full-time job and you're working on your education and, and, and you're thinking, this is way too much. I'm spending money and I'm working full-time and going to classes, taking my energy and you're thinking it's not worth it. And some of you, last semester, you, you made a bad grade, you flunked the class and you're thinking, I'm not smart enough, I'm not good enough and I'm going to give up on my, my college education. Some of you, it's your career. You haven't advanced in the company like you thought you would. You haven't got the promotion you thought you would. You haven't got the raise you thought you were due, and you're ready to check out on the career that you've chosen. Some of you in this place today, you're ready to, to give up on your dreams. What a, what a horrible place to be, to have a dream for your life and a dream for your family, a dream for your career, a dream for your spiritual life. And you're going through so much adversity that you're ready to check out and throw away the dream. Some of you in this place, and this is near and dear to my heart as a pastor, you're ready to give up on church. Maybe you came from a dysfunctional church, and you came from a church where there was fighting and arguing, and they made church all about them, and, and you were hurt or wounded or disillusioned, and maybe you've been out of church for years because of that. And today's your first day back in church in a long time. That happens here at People's Church. We have people like that consistently here, have been to church in a long time, and you're ready to give up on, on God's church. Some of you are in this place, you're ready to give up on God. You're going through pressure. You've been through loss. You've been through pain. And you're like, God, if you're there, why am I going through this? And the truth of the matter is that bad things do happen to good people. They do. And you're ready to give up on God. And listen, I'm here to tell you today, don't give up. I'm here to encourage your heart today. Stay faithful. Don't throw in the towel. I know you've been hit hard, but don't you dare bail out. You must stay faithful. Don't you miss this. Faithfulness is the great separator. Faithfulness is the great separator. You say, what separates that man from that woman? What separates that woman from that woman? What separates that individual from that individual? Faithfulness is the great separator. It separates the successful from the failures. It separates the finisher from the quitter. It separates the responsible from the irresponsible, the mature from the immature. Faithfulness separates the commitment-driven from the emotion-driven. It separates the Spirit-led from the flesh-led. And friends, can I tell you, if you're a follower of Christ in this place today, God promised us this, that when we place our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit of God took up residence in us at that very moment. And, and what the Holy Spirit brings are His fruit. And, and part of the fruit is, the, is faithfulness. And you know what God wants to do in our heart? You know what God wants to do in our life? If we will surrender to the working of the Holy Spirit, He wants to produce, He wants to develop faithfulness in our lives that when we want to quit and when we want to throw in the towel, we say, I can't because my life is characterized by faithfulness. I see what the world does. I see what society does. I see what my co-workers do. I see what everybody else around me does. But listen, God has produced in my heart faithfulness and I'm sticking with it even though I've been hard and hit. I'm standing with it. I'm going to be faithful. There's a, a second characteristic that I want you to see today, a second truth regarding faithfulness. Number two is this. Faithfulness 
is being a person of your word. Being a person of your word. Faithfulness is keeping your word even when you feel like belling out on what you said. See, this is the honesty component of faithfulness. That simply means that you're really going to do what you said you would do. And as a Christ follower, we should be the kind of people that when we say something, our word is good. Amen? That's the kind of people we should be. That when you and I say something, our word is good. I love what Psalms chapter 15 and verse number 1 says. I'm going to read this entire Psalms to you. It's just five verses, and it's power-packed. The Scripture says, Lord, who may dwell in your sanctuary? Who may live on your holy hill? Who may live in your presence? Who, who may live with your favor? Who may live with your blessing? And he tells us, verse 2, He whose walk is blameless, and who, who does not, who does what is righteous, notice this, who speaks the truth from his heart. Is that your life? Do you speak the truth from your heart? Is your life characterized by honesty and what you say? People can take it to the bank. He goes on to say in verse 3, and has no slander on his tongue, and who does his neighbor no wrong, and casts no slur on his fellow man, who despises a vile man, but honors those who fear the Lord. Notice at the end of verse 4, who keeps his oath even when it hurts. You want to know the kind of person who lives on God's holy hill, who lives in God's presence, who lives with God's favor, who lives with God's blessing? They, they are the kind of people that keep their oath, they keep their promise. They keep their word even when it hurts. And sometimes it hurts to stay true to your commitments. He goes on to say, who lends his money without usury and does not accept a bribe against the innocent. I love what this says. He says, people who do this, who live like this, he who does these things will never be shaken. They'll never be shaken. And there's a lot of people been shaken today. There's a lot of followers of Christ that are being shaken today because there are people that are not living a life of integrity and they say one thing and they do another and they lie and their oath and their word is no good. And it's like what the scripture says in Matthew 7, there are some people that are building their house on the rock and there are some people that are building their house on the sand and their life and their career and their family and their world is always being shaken because they're not a person of integrity. I want you to examine your life. I'm not talking to your neighbor. I'm not talking to your spouse. I'm not talking to your dad or your mom. I'm not talking to a friend that may be with you today. Would you just think about your life? Do you keep your word? Can people count on you? Can your parents trust what you say, student? If you say that you're going to be at such and such house, are you really there? Can your spouse trust your words? Can your kids take what you say to the bank? Can your church family depend on your word being good? Can your friends and coworkers rely on what you say? Here's the truth of the matter. We live in a world, we live in a society where we justify not being people of our word. I mean, it's just common. I mean, I know I said that last week, but I don't mean it now. That's just common. I mean, I know I made that commitment, but I'm not committed now. 
I mean, I know that I said that, but I mean, I didn't really mean what I said. And people justify it all the time because of that circumstance or that situation, and they justify it. And you know what? I think Christians sometimes can be the worst at this. They can be the worst. But you know why? Because we blame God for our lack of integrity. Well, you know, I know I said that, but now I feel led. I, I know I made that commitment, but now I sense deep in my spirit. No, you've been eating too much pizza at midnight. Because if you said it, you should do it. If you made the commitment, you should follow through. You should be a person of your word. Oh, Pastor, it's just my word. I mean, that's not that big a deal. Can I tell you, friend, all you got is your word. That's all you got. You are your word. If your word is no good, then you're no. That's all you got. It's when you say something, you do it. And friends, we can all struggle with this. We can all struggle with this. We can all fall short with this. And you know, the only way that I know to get better at this is by surrendering our lives to the Holy Spirit. How many of you thank God we're not on, your, on our own, amen? That we've got a helper called the Holy Spirit that is desiring, if we'll let him, he desires to produce faithfulness in our life. That when we make a commitment, come hell or high water, we stick it through. When we give our word, we're going to follow through. And if we are not able to follow through, we come back and we're honest and we're people of integrity. And we say, I overstressed myself, overcommitted myself, I apologize. And we're people of our word. We're people of integrity. Listen, you and I should be known as people of faithfulness. Number three. There is a third truth I want to point out to you today. Number three is be faithful to what God has entrusted to you. Be faithful to what God has entrusted to you. The scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 2, what a great verse. Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. And every one of us as a follower of Christ, God has entrusted some things to us. And the scripture says it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. There are three things that I'm going, that, that I want to talk to you about for a few moments. And these are three things that I want to be faithful to. I'm going to be faithful to. And as I talk about my life, would you think about yours? Number one is I'm going to be faithful to my calling. God's called me into ministry. He's called me to preach and to teach His Word. And I'm going to be faithful to the calling that He's placed in my life. More specifically, I'm going to be faithful to pastor this church. I want to lead this church and, and be who God's called me to be as, as the leader and the pastor of this church. And matter of fact, there was a, a guy, a pastor who was in town this week. He's from out of the state. And he wanted to meet with me and ask me some questions, and we were able to meet this week. And as we were talking, we were dialoguing back and forth, and the conversation went down this road. Well, you know, what if these kind of opportunities opened up? And he was talking about his life, and what if these opportunities opened up? And, and, and uh, should I do it, should I not? What would, you, what, what would you do if you were in my shoes? I said, man, listen, God's called me to people's church. And I said that to him. I said, listen, 
I don't care if somebody offered me $3 million to go be their pastor. I, I'm not even going, I don't even have to pray about it. I said, I'm called to this church, to this city, to be the pastor of this church. Now, I'll ask them, listen, you can give that million dollars to the crazy campaign. Amen. We, we know what to do with it because we got a vision for this city. But I'm not going anywhere. I mean, not even in, I, I'm, I'm faithful to the call that's on my life. Matter, matter of fact, it's just very interesting how all this played out this week on faithfulness. But my wife and I were talking this week, and she was in the second service, and we were dialoguing this week at home, and we were talking about opportunities and what of this and what of that. And we both said, you know what? I mean, we wouldn't go anywhere. I mean, we're called here. And it's not about some frivolous thing, some door, some opportunity. God has placed a call on our life, and we're going to be faithful to his call. You know, there's a second thing that I'm, I'm going to be faithful to. God's entrusted to me, and that's my family. I'm going to be faithful to, to my family. You see, your pastor, I'm a one-woman man. It's T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany. Well, that's right. I'm committed to my wife. I'm going to love her. I'm going to cherish her. I'm going to be faithful to her. You know, even when I don't feel like it, I'm going to be faithful to my wife. I'm going to honor her and cherish her. She's going to be the only woman in my life. We will go to the grave, but death do us part. That's the only thing that will separate us is, is death. I'm, I'm committed to my, my wife. I'm committed to my kids. I'm going to raise my kids. I'm going to invest in my kids. I want my kids to grow up and, and to fear the Lord and to love the Lord. And I'm going to be there for my kids. And I'm going to be their dad and invest in their life and, and raise them to fear the Lord. I'm, I'm committed to my family. I'm going to be faithful to them. You know, I'm going to be faithful to my family in such an extreme way that I'm not going to allow anything besides Christ to get before my family. I'm not going to allow ministry. I'm not going to allow opportunities. I'm not going to allow friendships. I'm not going to allow extracurricular activities. I'm not going to allow hobbies to get in the way of my family. I'm going to be faithful to my family. There's a third thing that that God's entrusted to me. I know He's entrusted me, and I'm going to be faithful to it. I'm going to be faithful to my God. I'm going to be faithful to Him. I mean, what a, what, a, what a wonderful thing that He's called me into a relationship with Him. And do you know what? Everything else in my life hinges on me being faithful to God. If I'm really going to be faithful to my calling, if I'm really going to be faithful to my family, it all hinges on me being faithful to my God. And I want to be faithful to Him. You know what? I want to be known as a man of God. I want to be known as a, a man who is after God's own heart. That's my desire. And you know what? My, really, my, 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 deep, my deepest desire is that those who know me the best will say, Herbert's a man of God. I mean, you know a little about me, but you don't really know me. My wife does. Many of our staff members, they, they know me. Some of my friends are really close. They know me. And I want the people closest to me to say, Herbert loves God. God's full of integrity. He's a man of prayer. He's a man of worship. He's a man of the Word. And it's my desire that I would be in love with Jesus Christ all the days of my life. And you know my ultimate desire? It really is a desire of mine that one day I stand in heaven and my heavenly Father looks at me. And he says, Matthew chapter 25 and verse 21, Herbert, well done, my good and faithful servant. Listen, you may have not been well-known. You may have not 
people may have not known who you were. You may, you, you may not have been flashy, but I can say this about Herbert to you. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. Herbert, I entrusted you with some things. Your calling and, and your family. I entrust you with the relationship with me. And Herbert, you were faithful with a few things, and I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share with your, in your master's happiness. I look forward to that day. And my hope and trust and prayer for you is that you would say, God, you entrusted some things to me. And in a world today that says, I don't have to be faithful. Oh, little Johnny, if you, if you don't want to play on the ball team now, I know you don't like it. You don't have to. And I know, I know those girls don't like you, so we're going to switch schools 22 times till you go somewhere there. You're happy. Cause, cause, well, I, I, I know you don't like that person, so you just, you just leave. That we would be people now And my hope is that you desire to stand in front of your heavenly father. And he looks you square in the eyes. And he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. Lord, thanks for your word. I love you today. Thanks for your presence.